Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. You can also listen to us on the web at energyintuitive.com. And where can they listen to KKNW's website? Well, check out the brand new 1150kknw.com and just click the uh, listen and watch button that you'll find in the banner up top on the page. And bam, you've got a a bunch of options to listen to the uh, station. Wonderful. Streaming live worldwide. Worldwide. I know because we get callers from all over the world, which... I mean, really, it takes our breath away. It's it's really quite lovely. I get messages on Facebook. I got one today from someone in Belgium who has enjoyed reading the book and is saving up her pennies so that she can have an in-person session with me. It's kind of nice to to uh, hear that the rest of the world has the same issues that we have here in America. You know, we're not so alone in our right. problems and issues, you know? That's pretty sweet, Eric. And I'm so glad it's sunny outside because, you know... Oh, it's a gorgeous day. Gorgeous? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, gorgeous, because I fly out tomorrow. My youngest is going to join me, so it's a little bit of... Mother's Day weekend celebration. Excellent. I know. I head to California to uh, do a book signing tomorrow evening. Well, you should have nice weather there. I as know well. it's eighty degrees. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's going to be eighty degrees here too. I know. While Isn't you're that gone, cute? So. Yeah. Right. So everybody has to water my plants and That's finish right. planting my plants that are still in some containers. So I'm very excited for that, and uh, and so happy that Mina will be joining me, uh, hanging out with me when I'm at Mountain View East West Bookshop, and then I'll be teaching a workshop all day long on a intuitive health. I will be doing readings, of course. Uh, I hope to do some Friday night as well, but in the workshop is when I'll really be doing uh, major readings uh, to the participants who've signed up for that class. So that's exciting. And then tonight, although I don't know if I should give away the location because it's a private event, but I'm just so excited because the illustrator of Intuitive Self-Healing, Susie Russell Hall, is being celebrated for her work in the book. Super cool. I know. So Alyssa and I have to jump in the car uh, a couple hours after the show and race to Tacoma um, to um, be available to celebrate My hometown. Her. Your hometown. Yeah. I know. And you were checking out the traffic for me. I really appreciate that. <laughs> well, I can't predict what <laughs> two hours from now is going to look like, but you should be all right. I should be fine. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, because we want to give Susie lots of hugs. And... Especially if there's two of you. You know, you yeah, can carpool the... lane. You'll be exactly. all right. Exactly. Although maybe when I'm in California, I'll, I'll pay attention to the drivers there because they know how to get around pretty quick. Well, some of them do, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them are just stuck. They're just stuck, stuck. in traffic. Yeah, They're it's, just stuck. it's oh, ugly dang. traffic down there. We think we have bad traffic here. It's nothing compared to California. I know. I mean, I've heard. I haven't been there in years. Uh, well, I was in Palm Springs recently, but that's very different, I think. You know, no traffic, 10 minutes from the airport, and then 10 minutes to the pool. You know, yeah, it's just heaven. That's, well, that's high desert. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was great. It's you and the roadrunners out there. So. Fabulous. I'm <laughs> telling you, I loved it. I'm going back. So the news, because we're talking about politics up at the top of the hour until, you know, uh, we believe uh, President Obama will be reelected. Of course, it's not going to be very fun if he's not, um, but I, I think he will be. And it'll certainly be an interesting world if he's not. Really, won't yeah. it? It'd be very interesting. Um, so, and, and I guess he's publicly, although he always has, I thought, supported 
um, gay marriage. Well, he had said that his views were evolving on the subject, but uh, he had he had supported civil unions, I guess, and and not you know full fledged uh, uh, gay marriage, I guess. Mm. So um, now he's come forth and expressed uh, that he believes that. Uh, everybody should have the right to get married if, you know, whether they're gay or straight, uh, you know, if they want to. I think that's lovely. And I actually like what he previously said, that that his thoughts are evolving. Mm -hmm. You know, that's wonderful. Well, America's thoughts are evolving. So, you know, the president's views, I guess, reflects uh, America's changing views. Right, because state after state seems to be uh, voting for um, the legalization. Although some some states are going backwards, like North Carolina, who just uh, made uh, it illegal (laughs) uh, for a marriage to include anybody but a man and a woman. And... uh, uh, this was interesting. They got rid of civil unions altogether. So a lot of straight people are going to be affected right. by this as well. So it's only marriage is legal between a man wow. and a woman in North Carolina, which is wow. kind of peddling backwards, I, I thought. you know. I think there was um, a proposal and thousands and thousands of people signed it. And uh, that's what happened. A lot of pressure from conservatives and um, kind of uncomfortable. I saw some conversations on the web and people weren't happy about it mm. and... And who knows, they might change it back again. Yeah, well, even the, the guy that proposed uh, the legislation says that in 10 years this will probably be overturned, but I'm voting for it anyway. <laughs> really? That's what he said? <laughs> That's what he That's said, hysterical. yeah. hysterical. I hope it'll be sooner than 10 years. <laughs> so they, they know that they're on the wrong side of history, but they don't <laughs> the care. The wrong side of history. That is really well said. They just we, don't care. Because really we want to support love and companionship. And I would think. Compatibility and people taking care of one another throughout their lifetime. Mm-hmm. And whomever someone chooses to love, um, we, we want to celebrate that. Right. You know, that gender doesn't matter. It just matters that you love. You know, I think that's so important. I just thought it was interesting, the Romney's uh, take on the thing that he's always believed that a marriage should be between a man and a woman. And that's been the traditional historical view of marriage. But if you look back in his own family, really? two generations ago, his grandfather was a polygamist. Re- oh. So <laughs> that wasn't marriage between a man and a woman. It was marriage between a man and a woman and another woman and another woman. And <laughs> hey, if we can get another woman in there, why not? So that's, you know, and that was the traditional view of marriage for <laughs> his his family. So it's it's weird for him to say, well, this has always been the historical view when Clearly, it hasn't. You know, right. it used to be Even, a property exchange. Really, <laughs> seriously. I mean, really, marriage has evolved over time, and mm-hmm. we all look forward to it continuing to evolve. Um, I, I love what one of my clients said to me, and and this isn't really about gay marriage at all, but I love that she said, and I think it's a fabulous idea to consider in the future that marriage licenses should be renegotiable. You know, after like five years, you sit down and you go, honey, what do you think? (laughs) And you make some decisions about, well, if we're going to move forward in this relationship, what do we need to grow? Do we need some therapy? Do we need more vacations? Uh, Do we need to change roles here? You need to be the breadwinner. I'm going to take care of the kids or whatever the deal is. And I thought that was a fabulous idea because during Mm -hmm. that five-year period, you could be really thinking about your marriage and what Mm -hmm. can you do to help it work and and be a healthier union. Because we have a lot of marriages, I believe, throughout, of course, the U.S., most likely throughout the world that aren't that healthy. 
Yeah. So um, maybe a two-year breaking point. No harm, no foul. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to, after two years, you just go your separate ways. Nobody loses anything. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I think that would make it too easy. But I think yeah. you know, at five years, you know, if you want to stay married and you don't want to break up your assets and you know and have chi- you know shared childing child uh, custody issues, then you have to pay like 500 bucks and, and go for it for another five years. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I think there's something that I'm not married right? and haven't been right? and, uh, you know, uh, maybe will eventually. But right? I think there's something to be said for the supposed permanence of marriage, though, that people feel obligated to at least work things out. Whereas if they, you know, feel like, well, in five years is going to be over, maybe they want it. <laughs> try to work it out. True. Very, very well said. That's true. People like avoiding conflict, I think. They do. This is true. Yeah. And not healthy, you know, because you have to be able to talk about things and, and not store things in your body and then create disease potentially or distress um, in your body or other areas of your life. So it's just me on the radio today. I'm not interviewing a guest. And so I get the privilege of listening to callers and answering the questions. So who do we have on the line? Well, let's pop over to Wyoming. Let's talk to Kelly. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Hello. I just love listening to you guys this morning. (laughs) I thought this morning, this afternoon, uh, listening to you talk about marriages. I'm actually transitioning out of a marriage, and so I'm looking for a home. Mm -hmm. I've looked uh, a lot, and I don't know if I'm holding myself back or if maybe I need to wait. Yeah, I think waiting. And you you don't have to wait a ton amount of time, but maybe like six or seven more months, and don't think about... Because it's the house. Because it's like a distraction. I just see you driving around neighborhoods and grabbing flyers and calling realtors. And and you're driving yourself just a little bit nuts, actually, is how I feel about it. So I think it's a... Pardon? I am. Yeah. So I think it's a distraction from maybe even the grief of the loss of the marriage or whatever you need to feel as you emerge into this single um, lifestyle that you are now adopting and choosing to be a part of. Uh, and and then I think um, a lot of houses will come up, like maybe four or five that you go, oh, my gosh, I like all of them. And then you can choose the one that's best for you. But I would definitely take a, brace, a break, at least into the holidays or into the beginning of next year. Okay. Yeah. And what part no. of Wyoming are you in? I've, I've been to, um, oh, shoot, I can't remember the name. But, but what part of Wyoming are you in? I am in uh, Gillette. Oh, where is that exactly, you know, compared to... Mm-hmm. That place that I was at that I can't remember. The Jackson, Jackson Hole, yes. <laughs> Alyssa's mouthing it to me from the soundproof booth. Um, yeah. So how far yeah. are you from Jackson Hole? Quite a ways away. We are more, um, we're about 100 miles away from the South Dakota border. Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous there. Absolutely yeah. stunning. Do you have snow still? No, we are getting a little, no, it's getting nice. We really didn't have much snow this year. It wow. Was kind of crazy. Wow. So. Wow. All right. Well, Marie, I don't think I can wait six months. I'm kind of in, you know, still kind of living here at the house and I, I haven't really exited this relationship. I just really want a new home. But have you got, have the two of you actually talked even? In yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've filed and we talked yeah. and we've been able to split all our assets, you know, know yeah. what we want. And yeah. And he's not pushing you out the door. Mm-hmm. And, and if you if you decide too soon, I think you're going to regret your decision. So, okay. so that means something is going to come up in these next six or seven months that you're going to go, oh, gosh, I'm so glad I waited. You know what I mean? It's like when you're, you really want to go get a haircut because your hair is driving you crazy and you can't get in for like a month. And then all of a sudden you're really happy that it's an inch longer. 
and now you just want to trim. I I know that sounds superficial in comparison (laughs) to ending a marriage and finding a new home, but he's really okay with you hanging out there. You might be feeling uncomfortable and, and getting super excited about your life moving forward, but I would take time because buying a home is a big deal. Yeah. So take your time. Don't worry. Stay at friend's house once in a while. He's probably going to go and travel or hang out with people here and there. And um, and your house is big enough where you could uh, occupy separate places. Right, right, right. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a gorgeous day in Wyoming. You too. You too. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Somewhere where we know it's gorgeous is Tacoma. And we've got uh, Anne on the line right now. Hi, Anne. How are you? Hi, I'm great. I'm calling about my mom. Oh, yes. Um, What can I do for you? She is in a lot of pain Mm -hmm. and um, was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis years, years ago. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if there's something else going on or if it's all the rheumatoid arthritis or even that. Maybe she's been misdiagnosed. I don't know. Right. Well, your mom does seem like she has mobility issues. You know, when I look at her, she's stiff. You know, things are tight. It's not easy for her to move around. Uh, she she hides a, a lot of her um, lack of mobility. I mean, she fights yeah. through it, uh, right. which I appreciate. I appreciate her, uh, you know, desire not to uh, um, feel like Burn. a victim. Yeah, right. or sick. Um, I'm so sorry about her physical pain, and and you're absolutely right. There is more that's going on because her her arthritis. Uh, and I, I know I'm not a f- physician, but when I look at her, I'm scanning her joints and everything. And although it's not wonderful. It's not horrible either. I've seen much more severe cases of arthritis um, with other clients. But here's the deal. When people have physical pain, it's a reflection of their deep emotional pain. And arthritis is a disease of holding back and holding on. So your mother doesn't express her emotions. She doesn't, she may not even be completely aware of all the pain, emotional pain that's in her body. It might even be helpful if she found a therapist that she felt comfortable with to talk about things that are even like 20 to 30 years old that she's holding on to. That could help move more synovial fluid in her joints. Once she lets go of the discomfort, the emotional discomfort, the stagnant energy that's in her joints can then float out of her body. And it would be good for her to get used to having even a journal conversation about how she's feeling about anything. Do you think you could have a talk with her about that? I you know, I think I can have a talk with her. I don't know that she, honestly, I don't know. She's so in denial <laughs> of, of life. I well, don't know. Well, you know, here's one way you could approach it. And and it's okay if she is. You know, it's perfectly fine. Maybe consider having her see an energy worker because at least the energy worker can move out the stagnant energy. And that might free her up to even have some small release of emotions. Mm-hmm. And that could, you know, keep things moving and maybe let the the intensity of the pain fade for her, which is really lovely because energy work works on the fascia uh, and the muscles, subcutaneous tissue. It works on everything, but it works really quickly on fascia, which is fabulous. Um, But even uh, just having, letting her know that her pain could decrease if she starts to feel whatever she really feels inside that she's avoiding because she's reaching out about the discomfort. You know, she's talking to you about the physical pain. So she's opening up a door for you and let her know that these things are related and that even if she just journals it in the morning, maybe she wakes up first thing in the morning, pours herself a nice cup of tea and sits outside in the warm, sunny Seattle weather and writes a few lines about her pain. It could help her for the rest of the day. Okay. And you're a lovely daughter. You really are. And and please um, try not to worry so much because 
look at that this physical pain is giving her an opportunity, and I know it seems unfair because, um, you know, we don't want to see anyone, but particularly people we really care about to be in pain. But just know this is giving her an opportunity to do something her soul wants her to do, which is to be more free with her self-expression and her self-awareness of what she's really experiencing in life. Right. Yeah. But you're, she's very lucky to have you. Oh, thank you. Thank you're you. welcome. That's really well put. I really think that is, uh, it would be wonderful for her. It would. It would. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I love she's that you can. never lived like that, though. She's never, I will. She's and, never lived her life like that. And, and then you can see that because she's otherwise a healthy person, and yet she has this contractible pain because she doesn't share her emotions. It's just fascinating how emotions are so incredibly powerful and they can potentially negatively affect our body if we don't express them. Right. Fascinating. Thank you so much for calling in and happy Mother's Day to your mom. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. Now we're going to talk to Liz in Seattle. Hi, Liz. How are you? Uh, Good, thank you. Good. What can I do for you? Um, I was just calling for a general reading, actually. Okay. So I'm drawing out your energy right now um, as I'm uh, talking to you. (laughs) So that's what I do. Even when I do a distance session or Skype, um, which is also a distance session on a client, I actually draw a picture, a stick picture, and draw the chakras on there. And it gives me a really great insight into your energy system. The very first thing I notice is that you have a a very large crown chakra. So do you know which one that is? The one on top? Okay, so it's very large. It's about 100 miles in length. I mean, really, really, really large. So you have a very strong connection to spirit. And because I'm not noticing a lot of grounding, although I, I'm told uh, almost like your body's like yelling at me, but I work on that. I work on that <laughs> on the grounding piece. Um, one of the reasons why your chakra got so large and it's perfectly fine to have a very large crown chakra when we're connecting to the heavens, at least I believe that, um, is that historically you've used your crown chakra as an escape. You know, you used mm-hmm. to take your energy and move it out of your body and sneak it through the top of your head uh, to be in denial, let's say. That's one way um, of life events that were occurring around you because perhaps they were too painful or too uncomfortable or you didn't enjoy conflict, things of that nature. And so when I look at the bottoms of your feet, um, you might even have tender feet. Um, I, I see those chakras working really hard, the small chakras in the bottoms of your feet, helping you to ground to the core of the earth so you can pull up huge amounts of energy, which I would recommend even visualizing just those roots or vines absorbing uh, life force energy from the earth. Um, for your hips, they look a little tired to me. And then for all of the bones, muscles and tendons and blood that circulates in that lower half of the body. So that's what I would work at. And and when you can get really grounded, which, by the way, you are, your grounding has increased significantly, like 30 to 40 percent than it was, you know, maybe six years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But but the more you can get grounded, the more you can use that crown chakra to help you live life spiritually in the physical realm um, in a way that really makes incredible sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just flowing that information with uh, with the understanding of what it's like to be in the human form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was actually at a spiritual event last night and I had that awareness come to me about the fact that I may, you know, be so interested in those types of activities because it actually helps me. It does. Escape what's actually going on. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, escape, I don't really recommend. I, I, I mean, it's one of my favorite defense mechanisms. Actually, I used it for a long, long time, particularly when I was married. 
Um, but I think that being present in the body and then having that gorgeous crown chakra so you can see the beauty of life, even in the challenges and the difficulties, mm-hmm. uh, is profound. But in your case, I think that you may even, as you you know, continue to have this strong connection to spirit and feel very present here, provide mm-hmm. um, information for others even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. You too. Alrighty. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. We're taking your calls wherever you are, and we'll be right back. For those of you who live in the San Francisco area, Marie is headed your way. She will be giving a free chalk and book signing at the East West Bookstore in Mountain View, California on Friday, May 11th, followed by an interactive workshop on intuitive health Saturday, May 12th. Marie looks forward to meeting some of her California listeners. Register online at eastwest.com or call 605-988-9800. Are you looking for the best skincare treatment in the Pacific Northwest? Sick of regular spa facials that don't address the problems you seek to correct? Dermaspace, home of the iDerm Facial Treatment, was recently voted Best Facial in Western Washington for 2011 by King 5 Evening Magazine viewers. A frequent guest of the Marie Manucherry Show, Jody Leon has brought one of Hollywood's best-kept skincare secrets to the Pacific Northwest. This is skin detox at its best. Cleanse, hydrate, rejuvenate. Perfect for men and women of all ages who wish to address problem skin in addition to its amazing anti-aging benefits. It's physical therapy for your skin. The Iderm Facial Treatment has been used by A-list celebrities and clientele of all walks of life for over 70 years. Jody Leon, skin guru and owner of Dermaspace, is proud to be the only licensed esthetician certified to perform the Iderm Facial Treatment in the Pacific Northwest. For more information and to book online, visit Dermaspace.com. That's Dermaspace.com. Or call 206-849-6620. Tune in to Manson Mitchell at our new times. Friday mornings at 10 and back by popular demand, Saturdays at 11 a.m. Weekday or weekend, the A-Team of Alternative Talk brings you good gab and great guests. We make talk radio fun again with topics from pop culture to the paranormal with a little politics on the side. That's Manson Mitchell now Friday at 10 a.m. and back on Saturday morning at 11 on Alternative Talk 1150. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. No other station brings you this much variety. Welcome to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to Marie Menu Cherry Show. Uh, if you missed my book signing and talk at the Bellevue Barnes & Noble, um, which was, I believe, in April, the first part of April, they've invited me back, so I'll be there on June 2nd. I'm giving another talk and book signing. It's free. Um, you can go to the website, energyintuitive.com, and find out all about my book signings that are coming up and book talks. And I look forward, of course, to seeing you there. 
So who do we have on the line now for us, Eric? Well, let's pop down to Renton now and let's talk to Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm okay, thanks. Um, okay. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You're very interesting, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when people are, you know, like, oh, good, she likes that. Great. That's good. But you are you're very interested. There, there's a complication about your energy system that I really enjoy. I think that you're also quite expanded in your thoughts and um, in... And the complexity, but I enjoy it enormously, of how you view life. And, and you seem to be changing rapidly. Is that true? Yes. Wow. Yeah, lots going on. What can I do for you? Well, I'm kind of stuck. Ah. <laughs> Even though I'm, I've got a lot going on um, personally and internally, I just feel like I'm kind of um, in conflict with my within myself on things I think I should be doing. Or Anyway, I'm very confused. Let me write down. I wrote down <laughs> what I want to say. Okay. So I'm, I'm stuck in an internal an uncertain struggle in my personal life, and I want to unwind myself from it. I'm trying to free myself of whatever it is that's holding me down and preventing me from doing the right thing or moving forward in the right way. Right. So you mean leaving a relationship or joining one? Oh, I'm in one, and mm-hmm. I actually talked to you a couple years ago okay. uh, when I was having really bad struggles, and you, you said something like, I can't say it exactly, but you said something like, I could tell you what to do, but you need to go through the process. You need right. to go through right. whatever it is. And and do you feel more confident about making that decision? I mean, confident about what your decision is now? Because we both know what it is at this point. Well, <laughs> no, I'm not confident in okay. it. And so I'm fighting myself with, uh-huh. with it, I guess. Here's what your guides are asking me to have you do. So, and, and I think what makes it hard is that the person that you're with is a really good person. And, and so it's, it's challenging when I think sometimes we wish somebody would do something wrong or something bad would happen. So we could have this clarity about why we're so confused or unhappy or whatever the deal is. And, and so I think it's confusing when there isn't something so obvious that you can blatantly go, that's the problem. I'm walking away or whatever the circumstances are, but here's what your guides want you to do. They want you to pay attention to your energy source. And this is why you're feeling confused because your energy is going up and down. So they want you to pay attention when you're not with your partner or the person that you're, you know, hanging out with these days. When you're not with that person, how do you feel? And not just immediately, but maybe a couple hours after you've, you know, you're in your independence, whether you're at work or grocery shopping or walking the dog or whatever the circumstances are. Notice how you feel when you are out of the energy system of the two of you coming together. And pay attention to the thoughts that come to your mind, your feelings. Really sink in and ask yourself, questions from diving deep into your second chakra, not your brain, that's also adding to the confusion, but deep into the second chakra about how you really feel when you are alone or not around this person. Then when you are engaged in the relationship, do the very same thing and start to notice how your energy feels when you're near and when you're not near this person, because that's really what you want to pay attention to. That's why it's uh, confusing. You can't put your finger on it, but yet you're not feeling fulfilled or um, What's the word I want to use? Complete in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Right. And and you and it's funny, probably two years ago when we talked about it, you couldn't even put your finger on it at that time. It just was a nagging sensation. Now you can't dispute the fact that that nagging sensation is there most of the time. So why, what, I can, your brain is so complicated. I'm listening to it. So what makes you feel sad about leaving the relationship? Because of everything that we've worked toward and we've accomplished, and mm-hmm. now it's time we can enjoy it. But um, I guess that's part of it. And then um, grief of it. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would spend time in those emotions as well, you know, like not blocking them, not getting upset about them, just letting the grief move out. Because the grief is going to be about multiple things, mostly about feeling loved and being happy and loving relationships, you loving yourself and allowing other people in your life to loving you. And I think once you spend probably about four weeks to six weeks in the grief, you're going to be able to have more of a conversation with your partner about everything and maybe not focus on the um, material things that the two of you have accomplished. I mean, that is huge and wonderful and I'm proud of both of you. Um, But there's a reason why your soul's talking to you and it's important that you pay attention. Okay. 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 So do you think that's helpful? Yes, I do. Okay, good, good. Okay. Dive into that second chakra. Try not to get stuck in your brain. That's the stuck part. You're really not stuck. You're evolving. You're moving through it all. You're trying to make sense of it. But sometimes sense isn't logical. It's a feeling. Okay. Okay. Yes, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Good luck. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. Let's talk to Patrice calling all the way from Hawaii. Hi, Patrice. How are you? Aloha. Aloha. Yeah. How are you? Hi, thanks so much for taking my call, Marie. Of course. What can I do for you? Marie, I have a tooth that Mm -hmm. has had in five years a third crown. And I've made a connection with headaches and the x-rays show nothing. The dentist listened, but I think they think I'm, you know, crazy. (laughs) But I know something's up and there's some activity again in the last few, this third crown is fairly new, maybe less than six But it hurts. Old. It doesn't feel good. It just feels off. Mm-hmm. It just feels off. And there's a headache that goes over the crown, over the eye, mm-hmm. that seems to be connected with my cycle. But, you know, pretty much I track it. But I just thought you might know what, what right, the one Right, right. Well, he, before you make any final decisions, and yes, your dentist does think you're a little off, but you're not the <laughs> first person to say something like that. And luckily, your dentist listens because yeah. our body is talking to us. It, and notice what I said. I said it hurts. And then and then you said, no, it doesn't. But then you described a headache going right. over the crown and over right. you know your eye. So there yeah. is pain involved. And I, and I think you also have a high tolerance to pain. Mm. Um, so I think the pain is probably more like a six or a seven on a scale of one to ten. When, when you're in the pain, then a three to a four. Um, mm. Yeah, because you have a high tolerance, which I appreciate. I mean, it's nice to have a high tolerance of pain, I think. But at the same time, um, by the time it gets to an eight or nine, it could be really uncomfortable. Yeah. So, so here's what I want you to do before you make any decisions about potentially taking the tooth out or doing any more work on it. It's teeth are an indication of needing to speak your truth, just like the thyroid gland, anything in the mouth, the teeth the gums, the, everything in that upper GI tract, whenever you have an issue about it, it's about saying how you really feel. Okay. Now, the interesting part for you is I don't think you always know what you're feeling. So I think it's time to actually spend time becoming aware of your emotions. What are they? There's an excellent book. I haven't read it in years. It's a workbook. It's, um, I think you'll have to order on Amazon because it's been, and it's been out for a while. It's called one day, my soul just opened up. It's by Yolanda Van Sant. It's a 30 oh, okay. day workbook in a way. Each day you read a paragraph and it entices you to respond in, through writing um, and doing it first thing in the morning. I'm sure the book asks you to do it at the time that's perfect for you. But that's okay. the time that I did it. I think that'll help you get to your emotions that you're fighting or hiding. And they're not bad emotions. They're kind of cool. Okay. I think you're going to like them. I think you're going to go, whoa, (laughs) wow, okay, my life's even better than I even thought. Um, 
So, so don't be afraid of your emotions. I, I think you're going to enjoy them. And, and then notice to see if that starts to affect your tooth more positively before you make any decisions uh, that are, you know, before you put another crown on. Right. Right? Cause, Terrific. Because since your dentist isn't seeing anything wrong, which is wonderful, let's see if we can get the energy to move out of that area um, and hopefully not need another procedure. But if you do, let that next procedure be the last one. Okay. Okay. Terrific. Marie, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a gorgeous day. You too. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's pop over to Issaquah now, a little closer to home, and talk to Sammy. Hi, Sammy. How are you? I am well. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. What can I do for you? And I just wanted um, kind of a general energy read. Sure. And I, I feel like my guides are trying to get a message to me, and <laughs> I haven't been able to connect as clearly as usual. Oh, well, I'm and, so glad yeah. that you normally do. That's wonderful. Yeah, it just it feels odd. And so I'm wondering if there's something I need to mm-hmm. be doing different to mm-hmm. clear that up again. Do you typically experience lower back pain? No, not usually. Uh-huh. And you're not having any right now? No. Good. You have quite a bit of energy leaking out of the back of your second chakra, which is right in the lower lumbar area. Okay. Which is wonderful. You don't have any physical symptoms. Yay. We're so glad. That's lovely. (laughs) So the lower back is about, well, the whole spine is about your will from C1, the top of the spinal column, all the way down to the tip of your coccyx. The second chakra is about will and relationships. And it doesn't have to be just partnerships. It could be, you know, work relationships, uh, family relationships, our relationship to money, our relationship to our health. It could be about anything. But in many cases, it's about other people. So you're leaking out a huge amount. I mean, like a lot of okay. energy from the back of your second chakra. So do you have something going on with another person and you're trying to force your will against it? Um, like tell them what to do? No, not really. Are I mean, sure? not, nothing that's standing out right now. Is that kind of your pattern? I mean, because you're a take charge kind of person and you have really good ideas In fact, I think a lot of times, and I'm not disagreeing that your ideas are right and would be in the best interest of another person, Um, but perhaps it's time to not express some of those ideas. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I would say probably more in my work arena, I'm that way, not in my personal relationship. Not in your personal relationship. I usually go the other way, actually. Ah, so at work, you're taking charge. Is it okay to let everybody have a, a little bit more independence at work? Oh, yeah. Okay, great. So I would recommend that. And then do you want to take more charge in your personal life? Yes. Okay, so there's a balance that needs to occur. And isn't that interesting how you, you can push it at work, you feel fine, interesting right, enough. yeah. But at home, you don't feel fine. Right. Right, right. So m- maybe uh, let everybody run a little wild at work okay. <laughs> and, and see what happens. They might surprise you. <laughs> well, they just might. And, and take some of that energy that you've been using at work, at home, and see what happens in the home front. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Is your is your partner tall? Um, I actually I don't have a partner. I'm single. Ah, so what do you mean about the private life? Like you don't. Um, well, typically ups- with either my family or if I'm in a dating situation. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because your family doesn't say that to me either. I mean, are you sure you're not telling your family what to do? And I'm not against it, by the way. I'm just saying, are you sure you're not telling your family what to do? Or have no, you just I, learned I don't to think be? So. Have you learned to be quiet because they don't listen? Yeah, I'm much more quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And do they not listen? Um, no, they'll listen. If, if I have something to share, they'll definitely listen. Okay. All right. 
So, yeah. so there's a tall man in my mind standing in your kitchen. And since you don't have a partnership, and I'm assuming that you date men. Yes. Okay. So that means there's going to be a tall man um, coming into your life standing in your kitchen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, and this is the perfect person to practice having a stronger will at home. And I would look at your family situation. I, everyone in your family is very strong, by the way, strong-willed. You know, every, when yeah. I look at it, when I'm at the family gathering, and I don't see you quiet. I mean, I believe you because it's your life, and I'm just this temporary visitor in your life. So I completely believe you. Um, but I wonder if the reason why you're not in the family part of it is because they haven't been listening, even though you said to me they do listen. And, and maybe listening isn't just about them stopping for a few moments and pausing, but actually taking your wonderful suggestions and putting them to use. And maybe you've been a little disappointed by the fact that they haven't done that. Yeah, that could be true. Okay. So yeah, if I think about it more, yeah. Yeah. Cause there's pain yeah. when I'm in that second chakra and that leak, there's pain and there's heartache. And, and do you have any guys near you that are really tall, kind of brownish hair, not blonde, but not dark brown, lighter brown, yeah, somebody uh-huh. that I'm sort of casually dating, dating, mm-hmm. but not quite to a relationship status. Uh-huh. And have you guys thought about that? Um, a little bit. Okay. So what's your thoughts on that? I'm unclear. Uh-huh. Well, um, I like him and I'm really picky. So, <laughs> well, well, look at it this way. The choices you've made so far haven't worked for you. No, they haven't. Right? He's different than what you've chosen in the past. In my opinion, he's also funny, he's really cute, and, <laughs> and I think he's really nice. He is very nice. Yeah, so I don't know. Why don't you check it out a little bit further? Uh, okay. Okay? All right. Okay, all right. Okay, that was a little bit like pulling teeth, but I'm so glad we got there. I know, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great day. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's pop back over to Seattle now and talk to David. Hi, David. How are you? Good, Marie. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you? Well, I'm interested in energetic re- in, in an energetic reading, and um, one thing I just noticed in meditation is that I was getting like a visual with the really dynamic with um, maybe when I was getting to the sixth and fifth, you know, upper chakras. Congratulations. But, okay, but. but <laughs> but the lower ones are, you know, they're kind of, um, I don't know whether that's to do with just getting further along in the meditation mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Um, that was just an, another side question along that line, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but I love that. I love that you are noticing more visuals when you're in the upper chakras. You know, they're a very unique vibration, a high frequency. Most people, that's their favorite place to hang out anyway. Very few people want to dive into the root chakra and do personal work. I mean, that's just not their favorite thing about their childhood. But what I am getting when I look at you, because things have definitely changed energetically. You know, you've called throughout the years. So I, yeah. I know you and I've met you once, I believe. So the, your heart chakra in the in the front has really opened up quite nicely. Um, so that's you connecting to universal love, if you will, moving into kind of that neutral, non-judgmental place, which allows us to have more uh, of a connection uh, with our multisensory abilities where they're more clairvoyance, what you were experiencing or clairaudience, clairsentience. So I love what's happening. And I want you to continue to experience what's going on with those upper chakras, not be too alarmed about the second chakra, the lower chakras, but uh-huh. when you dive down into them, um, appreciate yourself while you're there. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it, but I just kind of took it into a different. Um, the meditation has gotten a little more um, into a, another level the last couple of days. So I like it's it. Just started, so I like it. It's great. great. So yeah, have fun, and then you know when you drop down in, let's say for shorter periods of time, mm-hmm. into the root. Um, you know, appreciate yourself while you're down there because that will mm-hmm. make it more uh, comfortable while mm-hmm. you're there and easier to have some of those visual experiences while you're in that part of your body, too. Okay, great. Thanks, All right. Marie. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. All right. Bye. So we're going to take one more call before we head to a break here on the Marine Menu Cherry Show. Oh, sorry. I thought you were making the let's take I, a break I'm sorry. sorry. I didn't know you could, couldn't. <laughs> I thought you couldn't see me, but even in his peripheral vision, he can see me. <laughs> well, let's talk to Aaron then uh, from Bozeman, Montana. Hi, Aaron. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm well. Thank you. Great. I, I don't know if people know this about you, but you're funny. Oh, thank you. Yeah, is that true? I mean, because I'm just practically cracking up um, <laughs> talking to you on the phone, and we just started talking. So is that true? Are you funny? I think I'm funny. I've always thought I can be sarcastic and happy-go-lucky, but it's often misunderstood. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I think you're yeah. just hanging out with the wrong people. But believe <laughs> me, for years and years, I hung out with people who could never validate what I, because I had no idea I was intuitive, um, but they could never validate the impressions that I had about them. And mm-hmm. and when I stopped hanging out with them and started to actually listen to my own feelings and my own issues and spend more time in my own body, I started to attract people who could validate the impressions I had about them. So I think you're just not hanging out with the, the right people for you because you're funny. Okay. You're hysterical. Um, oh, awesome. <laughs> what can I do for you? Well, I wanted to thank you for an insight you gave a caller that I I was listening to your show and I heard, I adopted the practice of saying, I'm an aware presence every day and in every way. May I live to my highest potential and follow guidance in my life. Oh, nice. And it's been wonderful. Um, along with this, I try to engage in activities that put me in a really good vibrational space that serves me well. And so I do gyrotonic exercise, which is very centering. Yeah, I haven't tried that I'm- one. I, I've heard I, it. I do I Pilates. I know. I, I, I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to try that one too. Seattle Changing Room. I think that's the best place. Oh, really? Okay, thank you. I'll go check yeah. it out. So um, I've been doing this, but I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit more about my guides. I've Certainly. gotten great guidance from them mm-hmm. uh, sporadically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then certain times, but um, I'm just wondering about them, how many I might have, if they have any sure. messages. Sure. Well, you're one of the lucky folks. You have eight, at least from my <laughs> perception, that's what I'm seeing. And eight guides means you are lucky, you know, so that means, and my ex-husband has eight guides. I'm telling you, this guy is one of the luckiest people on the planet. <laughs> um, and so that means that not only can difficult situations turn out great for you, but really great situations can turn out magnificent for you. And it's so funny because Sometimes when things are turning out really well, I almost feel you kind of feeling embarrassed or sheepish, you know, in a way. That's true. Yeah, like pulling back from it. And your guides would love for you to just stay stay engaged in that experience. Please don't shy away from it or, or think, oh, my gosh, I wish this was happening to my neighbor instead of me, who's had, you know, a, a five years of hard knocks or whatnot. Uh, you, this is a karmic payback. You know, karma is positive. Even when people think it's not positive, it is a balancing and equaling out 
of circumstances. And so this is a reward from previous lifetimes where maybe things weren't so much fun and, and you did magnificently, even though it was incredibly challenging. And so now you have gained um, eight spirit guides to bring you incredible luck throughout your entire lifetime. Wow. Yeah. So don't <laughs> shy away from it. Jump into it. Jump up and down. Get happy. Dance with those guides. Have some fun because it's a party, you know, and, and sometimes you don't show up for it and, and they keep hoping that you will. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I think you're wonderful. I'm so glad to get that information from you. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. That's very sweet of you. And thank you for doing the affirmation. And I'm so glad it's helping you. Yes, it is. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day in Montana. You too. Wonderful. So we're going to take another break here on the Marine Menu Cherry Show. And when we come back, we'll be talking to someone in North Carolina. We'll be right back. Are you looking for the best skincare treatment in the Pacific Northwest? Sick of regular spa facials that don't address the problems you seek to correct? Dermaspace, home of the iDerm Facial Treatment, was recently voted Best Facial in Western Washington for 2011 by King 5 Evening Magazine viewers. A frequent guest of the Marie Manucherry Show, Jody Leon has brought one of Hollywood's best-kept skincare secrets to the Pacific Northwest. This is skin detox at its best. Cleanse, hydrate, rejuvenate. Perfect for men and women of all ages who wish to address problem skin in addition to its amazing anti-aging benefits. It's physical therapy for your skin. The Iderm Facial Treatment has been used by A-list celebrities and clientele of all walks of life for over 70 years. Jody Leon, skin guru and owner of Dermaspace, is proud to be the only licensed esthetician certified to perform the Iderm Facial Treatment in the Pacific Northwest. For more information and to book online, visit Dermaspace.com. That's Dermaspace.com. Or call 206-849-6620. When you're faced with important decisions in your life, do you ever feel like you're groping for answers in the dark? In our relationships, our careers, our health, and even on our spiritual journey, we often feel like we're just making our best guess about what to do next. That's because our rational mind, the part of us that has to think through our decisions, can only see a tiny part of the big picture. But what if you could know more? Join Marie for her live six-week online event, Attuning to the Unseen World. You can register for this class at any time. All sessions are available to download after they air. Register now at SoundsTrue.com. There's an exciting new Astrology Hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in sunny, gorgeous Seattle, although I'm taking off tomorrow to go to Sunny, California. gorgeous California. I know, seriously. 80-degree <laughs> weather. I guess uh, my baby and I will be checking out restaurants in San Francisco, and I'll be teaching in Mountain View, which is so exciting. I will also be, when I get home on the 17th, I will be teaching the class Riding the Wave of Happiness. It's a Thursday night class. You can find all about it on my website. On June 22nd, I'll be teaching a spirit guide class at East West Bookshop right here in Seattle. And of course, at the end of May, I'm going to be in Sun Valley, Idaho, seeing clients, doing book signings, teaching classes. And Susie Russell Hall will be with me. So her artwork will be displayed. Um, so it's a very busy month, May is. I'm Looks just, like you got a lot of sun in your future as well. I so know. Nothing I'm, wrong with that. Nothing at all. So who do we have on the line, Eric? Well, let's pop over to North Carolina and talk to Owen. Hi, Owen. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. You know, we were talking about your state at the top of the hour. Yeah, that's it pretty big bummer that that happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh, I'm in a pretty liberal town here, so. Very <laughs> cool. Yeah, I was actually yeah. interviewed by a woman who does 1111. It's a radio show um, in uh-huh. North Carolina. Fabulous interview. She asked me the most amazing questions. I, I've just oh, wow. I loved it. Yeah, it's on the website. What can yeah. I do for you, Owen? And I love your well, name, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I was looking for kind of a general reading and just anything you could Tell me about spirit guides. Sure, <laughs> about sure. Guides. Sure. Yeah. Do you get headaches, Owen? Excuse me? Do you experience headaches? Uh, not really, actually. Good. Excellent. So what you have going on energetically at the back of the third eye, which is right at the occiput, you have a mild to moderate leak of energy right at the occiput. So, And that could mean headaches, but luckily in this case, that's not, um, you know, happening for you, which I'm really happy about. How about eye strain? Have you noticed any eye strain? Yeah, well, my Uh eyesight isn't great. Um, Yeah? Yeah, Uh yeah, I would say so. (laughs) And and strain, you know, when it's strained, um, because I have interesting eyes, I'm always having to get a new prescription here and there. It's almost like they feel heavy, you know, or... Yeah, I do feel that. Yeah, pressure. So that's probably what I was seeing when I looked at the back of the third eye, which is at the occiput, that little bump on the back of your head. And, and the third eye, this area of this particular chakra, it is the highest receptivity center for psychic or intuitive phenomenon. So information from the astral plane comes um, it, you know, through that area, which is I call it the fourth dimension. It's really close to our body, maybe a foot away from us. And then it moves into the back of the third eye and allows you to have perception or awareness about your life in, in more detail. And, and, and even beautiful... Um, questions can be answered about life in general, you know, from a multisensory perspective. So you have um, a gorgeous third eye, but you leak out energy so that in my mind, there's a little bit of fear about allowing yourself to be multisensory. And you have really, really sweet guides. You have three spirit guides um, and three, when people have three, it, it, it tends to mean that they are a nurturer, you know, that they tend to nurture others, which is lovely. Um, and so really, so what I would work on is actually doing some exercises, which may be great for your eyes, which is just kind of rotating them in large circles, uh, both of them at the same time, because uh, I guess you can't, well, I guess you could do it the other way, but it might get a little dizzy. <laughs> and then um, having your eyes look from way up in the corner of a room and then way down towards the floor in, in kitty corner you know, directions both sides. Uh, I think that would be lovely. But another exercise I would love for ha- to have you do is to stand in front of a wall about um, five feet away you can do this with your eyes open or closed 
and imagine a white tunnel spinning in the wall. And maybe that tunnel is a foot in diameter, approximately. The size really doesn't matter, but some people always ask me, how big should that tunnel be? And, and then you're going to use your beautiful imagination still and imagine a one to two inch version of yourself standing in the tunnel, but you're not spinning. And this helps draw energy into that beautiful psychic third eye. And what I would also do is maybe before you're falling off to sleep at night is to tell yourself that you are safe and comfortable within your own insight. You know, that it's perfectly wonderful for you to have this awareness. Um, And your guides are so sweet and so kind. Um, They (laughs) really, they are. They adore you very, very much. They're very proud of you. They said that you're a very kind person who has um, great um, wishes for humanity. Like yeah, beautiful true. prayers for humanity. Yeah, so oh, so they just adore you. So do some work on the back of that third eye because I think okay. you're going to enjoy it enormously. Definitely. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome, and have a gorgeous day in North Carolina. You too. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye bye. Um, Which is a, yeah. a very beautiful state. It is, isn't it gorgeous? Yeah, yeah. I've never been there, but I can see it in my third eye. And it's... I've got some fond memories. Of, really, uh, some visits there. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. very gorgeous. nice. Especially oh. the ocean. Oh, actually, I, I may even go visit because my youngest, who's traveling with me, her boyfriend's going to go to school there. And awesome. he's going to be staying in a very gorgeous coastal town. He was showing me pictures. I think I need to take a visit That over sounds there. great. Yeah, definitely get in a visit. Absolutely. And next week, we will have author Gail Hudson on the show with us. And she wrote several books, but her most recent one, I believe it is called A Hope for Animals. Wait, I have it right here. On my little phone, it's called Hope for Animals and Their World. Gorgeous. She's a wonderful person. You're all going to love when we chat her up here next week on Thursday. And thank you, everyone, for listening, calling in, wherever you are in the world. I'm looking forward to meeting all kinds of interesting people tomorrow and Saturday in sunny California. Until then, I hope that your day is sunny, whether it's raining or not, wherever you are in the world. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye.